Hi, Peter Borker here, and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now today I want to talk to you about probationary periods, and whether or not we've kind of run the course of probationary periods, and are we using probationary periods just as a compensation scheme for bad recruitment? Now I remember back when I first started working, when I got my first proper job, so to speak, and I remember we had a three-week probationary period, and back then I wasn't hired on any sort of core values or anything like that. It was a very quick interview and it was, okay, we'll come in and we'll give you a try. And back then it was, the interviewing was very hit and miss. It was just getting enough people through the door. If they work out, then great. If they don't work out, then listen, there was not, not much science behind it. They just got rid of the person and they kept hiring. And back then in the sort of late 80s, that worked absolutely fine because you had plenty of people, so you could have that turnaround. What people didn't consider, though, was the financial implication on the business. I think because it, recruitment was so much cheaper back then, the cost was a lot lower. At the end of the day, they were quite, it was just a normal given part of business, was actually let's just turn people over, and hopefully the good ones will stick, and we'll build our business that way. But the reality is, when you look at where we are today, that's no longer a viable option. And actually, in the last 30 years, it's amazing how far businesses have really come and our understanding around people and actually what makes great organisations tick. And part and parcel of that whole process is actually making sure that you've got a really strong, tangible set of core values that actually you believe in and the whole organisation believes in. Because as we look at where we are today, the organisations that tend to work the best are the ones that are higher on core values. Unfortunately, what you've still got are so many organisations do not have core values clearly defined, or the ones that think they've got them defined, they've got them hidden away in the drawer and they're not being lived. Therefore, again, what happens is the recruitment's done not using a proper process. Still, people tend to go for aptitude instead of attitude. So they're hiring on a skill set basis not on a culture and chemistry fit. And the reality is whether it's a one-month, three-month, or even six-month probationary period, people are still using that as a get-out-of-jail clause. Now, my question to you is going to be this. Really, when you're starting a new job and you're working, you're putting your best foot forward, right? So in the first three weeks, you're going to really see the best of a person. If you don't see the best of that person within the first three weeks... There's a couple of things that you need to consider. Number one, have you hired correctly? Which part of it isn't working? Because obviously you've not been asking the right questions. And if that person isn't putting their best foot forward, they're a wrong hire anyway. I've had people say to me, well, we've hired this person and they're already throwing a sickie in the first week. Now, you and I both know that actually some of your best employees probably in 10 years have taken no more than two days off sick. Yeah, when you've got someone that's starting straight away and already they're having sick days, that kind of gives you either they're really unlucky or they're not engaged. And if you have to extend your probationary period because you're not sure, are you not sure about them or are you not sure about your ability to make a solid decision? Because it may be more about you than it is about them. So just consider this for a moment. If you hire truly on core values and you've got a solid recruitment process, you've done all the right steps and you've hired that person, 
Why do you need more than three days probation? I want you to think about that because that was a conversation I had with my client. And at first I dismissed it because actually, guess what? One, three, six-month probationary period has always been something that we've done. But just because we've always done it that way, should we be doing that going forward? And the answer today is, I am not so convinced anymore. I am actually more in favour of a three-day probation period and actually stop using probationaries to compensate for bad recruitment, get your recruitment process nailed, get your recruitment process spot on, so you don't have to go through that entire probationary period. Lack of productivity, lack of certainty, it is just not healthy. Now I'd love to know what your opinion is. What are your thoughts on a three-day three probationary, three-week or one-month, three-month or six-month? Should we have a longer probationary period? Is it right to extend a probationary period? Leave your comments below. If you found today's episode useful, you want more information around getting a sort of either the core values into your business or perhaps you want to look at your actual recruitment process, how can you be asking better questions, how can you have that better framework, head over to booker.com and get in touch, please. Alternatively, please subscribe to the channel so you don't miss an episode. Episodes come out every week. If you found it of value or you know somebody else that could benefit, please share so that other people can have the benefit of today's episode. And once again, thank you for tuning in. Always remember, failing to learn is learning to fail. And most importantly, please stay safe.